0: picnic table society a ragtag group of people in recovery that live by rule 62 don't take yourself so damn seriously your recovery is your journey get engaged try new things and have fun with it yo maestro intro please you
1: can't steal second with your foot on first
2: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Picnic Table Society. My name's Joe. We got Erin and Jeff here, along with Samantha. What's, are, you, uh, are you set?
3: I'm set. You sure? <laughs> <laughs> you can
0: tell she's never done this before.
2: <laughs> it's all good. What's up?
0: What's going on?
1: Just I don't
2: know.
0: Y'all out. I'll tell you That's what's right.
1: going on. I'm going to make this all about me because the last time that we were here, I did do my one week weigh in, and I was down six point two pounds in week one. Six
2: point two pounds. Yeah, six in point week two. One.
1: And then Thursday night, I yeah. picked up a kid's toy at home, and I threw my back out. That's how it gets you. So I haven't been able to do any kind of running or anything, but I'm still eating keto other than Fourth of July night. you weigh yourself? Night. No, no, no. Once every Friday. Oh, every yeah. Friday. So this okay. week, if it's the same or a pound more, I'll be good with that considering that and you know, do any kind of running. Actually,
2: that's good for me. And he cheated they, on the Fourth of July. It was
1: just one meal.
2: Aren't I paying holiday? like per pound for you to...
0: Yeah, yeah. Yes. So so per actually, pound. So
2: actually, it's better for me the less you...
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised you don't have like platters of donuts in here every time we do this now well i tried
2: giving you the donut on the remember you did your your initial weigh-in you did yeah
1: you did thanks i ran i
2: ran up there with a donut and was like (sighs) oh but it's
3: the initial you should have
2: yeah i guess yeah that was the first one yeah you
1: should have eaten it yeah how you doing aaron
0: uh look i'm here i'm here i had a good fourth of july you know java club always does a phenomenal job with any holiday involving fireworks I don't know really if they should have Jeff deck in charge of it but No no, no. what did it's something phenomenal. going on I heard I heard I heard,
2: you? I heard you almost killed somebody
1: What No no no
2: no I,
0: I, listen. no listen No no let me get this This is straight. all
1: fake news okay <laughs> This is not one CNN of the, Joe you one can't the, give fake news No nah, one of the, didn't one of the mortar tube, tubes fall over Oh yeah but that didn't mean anything <laughs> Where did it go It shot at the guys who were setting them off so, oh, so it did? yeah good oh, for them. Okay. they were they were careless So it was like backfired it, Nah it didn't well it yeah. went up in the air, then the tube fell over and that was it. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool.
3: There was firing at them.
1: Yeah, real quick. But and it, it does happen like, <laughs> like every year. <laughs> it does at least <laughs> once. Why do you think we put plywood up to the, like, you know, for the patrons so nothing goes that way? Cool.
3: Safety
0: first.
2: We, we had, lit we lit some fireworks off at my house. I had the kids out there, they were, had their sparklers and they had uh-huh. their little you know, the what are the ones where it shoots up and the dude with the parachute comes out? You the, know, the little arms. army man you yeah. know what i mean yeah they were they were ch- love those yeah and they were chasing it down and stuff like that yeah that's cool you get any videos actually you know what i didn't oh, such, I a I such a dad i know i know you just lost that memory oh no trust About me it's content. it's up it's up here no i don't think we did I don't they think were we living any-
0: in the moment
2: we were living in the moment it was a lot of fun no that was cool they liked it all right so they're we little get, though today I mean,
1: we got our guest on today and um what we're going to do now, if you're listening or have been listening, first of all, thank you for your support and you continue to support and uh, spread the word about us, please. But every Thursday now, we will have our guest episode on every single Thursday. So today is actually Tuesday, July 6th. And you're going to be listening to this on Thursday, July 15th. And I say that for a reason, because I guess today is Samantha. And uh, for those of you who don't know, Samantha is my lovely, beautiful god-given fiance that was good right Aaron? yeah it was. Yeah, that was, yeah good. It was. that was good and um do you have anything nice to say about him not yet but <laughs> I, i'm not done with the introduction because uh, okay, okay. joe sorry, loves sorry. these five minutes like kind of introductions and stuff if you've listened to prior episodes sure but today is her actual sobriety date she is 11 years clean and sober today and yesterday was her birthday so what what, what do you say baby 29
0: Sure. I was gonna give her yeah. twenty-seven. I thought it was twenty seven.
3: Twenty-seven.
1: There I you like go. That. Yeah. I like that. Just there you stay go. Go. So congratulations on both.
3: Thanks. I didn't have a lot to do with the birthday.
2: It just kinda happened, right?
3: <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I showed up. But I think that's funny
0: though. Can you please tell us the story of that? Like ha- who has their sobriety birthday uh, the day
1: after their dad. belly oh, button okay, birthday? Okay. I thought you meant the other birthday. Yeah, I'm mom, done with you. Dad, let, yeah okay. L-
3: let her do the talking
0: Jeff. <laughs> Sorry.
3: Well, if you Partied like I did on my birthday. See, it started on the Fourth of July, right? We right. started then, so we celebrate America's birthday. Um, but in my drinking days, I was more important than America's birthday. So that's right. Then, of course, sure. That's You're still when the real me, party started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's
2: right. <laughs> so the Fourth of July was like the pregame. Yes, we pregame on
3: pre-gaming. the Fourth of July, and then like a group of us would literally fill up this restaurant called Ichiban. It was a Japanese restaurant, and we would go there, and we'd do sake bombs and just drink, and we would eat. Um, Not much, because we drank a lot. Uh, And then we would go to all the bars around town. Well, on my particular day before getting sober, before that, um... The bar I frequented had a keg party for me. Ooh. That's how much I frequented that place.
1: They threw a keg party they, at the yeah. bar. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jealous. Yeah. Nobody ever did that
3: for yeah. me. Right. Wow. So I was already in a really bad place. I was going through emotional stuff, uh, breakups, my sister, stuff like that. And, and uh, so I figured this was a great day to really throw down, to have some fun, enjoy all my friends. And so I did, and I, I don't really, actually, I don't really remember any anything really past maybe three in the afternoon because we started at like noon. Oh, yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it makes for a long day.
3: It was a long day, <laughs> and apparently, I got arrested around eleven <laughs> oh, at night.
1: Apparently, can, yeah. Can you tell That's what they tell us. What happened?
3: Sure, I can <laughs> tell you what happened.
1: I love this part. <laughs>
3: So I, um, you know, when you're living in that world of pain, you get to that threshold where you just can't, you can't take anymore. You don't want to. I couldn't take anymore. Life had given me a crap hand and I was not playing with the cards anymore. I was done. So I called somebody on the phone and I said, all right, I'm done. I'm just done. And I don't remember any of this. Again, this is all what people have told me through my time in jail. They would send me letters. I would talk to them afterwards, read arrest reports, whatever. So um, I call this lady, and I tell – she was like a mom to me – And I had uh, dated her son when I was younger, and we had always remained close. And I called her, and I said, I'm done. I'm driving my car into a tree. I'm over it. I can't handle any more pain. So I don't think I drove my car into – actually, I know I didn't drive my car into a tree. (laughs) I drove my car into the underpass that was being built on Kernan and Atlantic right in front of Walmart. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. So I smashed in my front end – windshield gone. One tire at that point, I guess, was gone from reading the police report. And I guess I didn't die, so I decided to go get some crystals.
2: <laughs> listen that'll fix anything that's all right right, there. right. Yeah. so we don't have crystals back home it's white, white castle,
3: castle. White baby so oh, much
1: be- same thing but so much better get the, yeah. get the creed we need to pace, have a show just, just about 30- white castle oh dude yeah. we used to, to
0: have joy.
3: fun <laughs> yeah i brought the
0: crystal <laughs> right. box of crystals <laughs> it's,
3: it's she horror. said the real party's here yeah, now yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the it party and so um i was driving to crystals but apparently on the wrong side of the Wait! wait wait
2: wait so Oh wait, no, you you did, you crashed your car on the way to Crystals. No. Or this was after. No. I was
3: trying to die, so I didn't die. So you and crashed
2: then, the car and then you went to Crystals. You said, yeah. "Oh, this didn't work. So I I'm hung- I'm fed. hungry." Right. Right. That's awesome.
3: Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, cool. I don't know. So yeah. this is what I apparently was doing. So now um, you have a hit and a uh, run. Yeah, but I, or leaving the scene of a accident. There go. leaving the well, scene well, of your own accident. <laughs> <laughs> when I read all my like all my charges, there was a ton. Mm-hmm. There, I mean, pages. Of did you
1: make did. it to crystals? Well, this is that's where um, she she left off. She was driving on the wrong side of the road. I think, right?
3: Yeah. So I almost hit like a a detective like a crime scene investigating yeah van. Yeah. And so they started following me and then a bunch of other (laughs) cops started following me and I just kept driving. Evading arrest. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) And sparks were flying because it was the fifth of July. No, because you didn't
2: have a wheel, you didn't have a tire anymore. Yeah, I was missing
3: one. And I guess along the way the rest started blowing out. And so and they're trying to pull you over everywhere. the whole time. Yeah, they're trying to pull me over. I'm not stopping because I'm, I'm getting this. my crystals. <laughs> exactly, yeah, that's Girl's it. <laughs> hungry. I gotta
1: get
3: fed. <laughs> I probably hadn't eaten since like noon. Um, so I was getting my crystals, and that didn't happen. And all these cops are following me, and I uh, have no tires at this point. And eventually, I guess I pull over. I don't know. They said I was lifeless when they pulled me from the car. Uh, meaning probably some alcohol poisoning, mm-hmm. I don't know, and I lay laid out on the curb. <laughs> I started coming to, and I told them I was diabetic because I remember somebody telling me that when you go into a diabetic coma, you act like a drunk person. So I figured oh, okay. I was yeah. trying to get out Ma'am, of it.
2: Ma'am, have you been drinking? No, I'm diabetic. <laughs> yeah, 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 leave me alone. I wish I would have known
3: that when I was still <laughs> out there. <laughs> For all you listening. <laughs> Don't no, do it. Don't do it. It, it didn't, didn't work. It didn't work. <laughs> it did not work. I went into, I guess, when I was reading the police report, we were going back and forth, and I kept telling, a little diabetic. Ma'am, are you really diabetic? Just a little.
2: <laughs> how so how like, much diabetic? <laughs> just just one or two. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually... Um, I guess I told them I wasn't diabetic, and uh, I couldn't complete a field sobriety test. Of course not. Right. So um, then I was off to jail. I don't remember any of this either. And I woke up. Um, I woke up in jail, and I'm, like, looking around, and the only time I've ever been to jail is for DUIs, and this is my third. And I was already on probation for my second DUI. Mm. And I already had a warrant out for failing to complete <laughs> failing to complete uh, the terms of, of my, uh, what do you call it, probation? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really following that very well because I was busy drinking.
2: Mm. Oh, makes, trust me, I
3: get sense. it. So yeah. 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 Joe gets that. And yeah. Yeah. drink yeah. at the yeah. same time. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. you, you got to choose. But anyway, so, um, so I woke up and I was, for the first time, and uh, first time I was scared. Like, I was in a lot of fear. And uh, my fear was, did I kill someone? And um, part of me wanted to know and part of me didn't because I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to live with myself if I ever killed someone. And, um, and so that was like that moment where I said, okay, I have a problem. Mm. And it was the most relieving moment of, of my life at that time. Um, but I still had that huge fear. I just needed to go to court and hear why I was there. Um, and I, was, I kept praying, and I kept praying to myself that I'd, I didn't have to hear that I killed someone. And, um, and I didn't, thank God, um, because, you know, people get angry at drunk drivers, and I'm not condoning drunk drivers, but I can never remember making a cognitive choice to get into that car. Right. Mm. I,
1: That's scary. It know, is, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: And, um, you know, it, the weird thing is if I ever drank one or two or three, I knew not to drive. But when I when I passed that threshold of being able to make decisions, conscious decisions, like moral decisions, right? I didn't make moral decisions. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm going to get crystals. Yeah, exactly. There you <laughs> go. the girl's
3: got to eat.
1: And that was um so. that was 11 years ago. 11 years yeah. ago, she picked up 11 years today. Now, do you want to tell us about the tires?
3: What? Oh, yeah. Joe,
1: Joe probably this is yeah, Joe probably never Jeff heard Jeff this. Has. No, I never heard. Yeah, That's my yeah.
2: favorite
3: pot. So, what I learned from reading my arrest report and all the diabetic stuff is they asked me where, what happened to my tires, and I said, well, what do you mean? And they said, well, you have no tires. <laughs> I like, oh, no, it's fine. I've been driving around like that for like a month. I'm just waiting on my tires.
2: <laughs> I'm waiting on my... Th- they haven't I, gotten here yet. Yes, I told
3: them I ordered them from eBay. Oh, that's so funny. funny. They were coming in the mail any day. Any wow. Day. And... Uh,
2: that's pretty funny.
3: Yeah, that's who I am on my own. And you believe that, too. Ma- like, I know for me, Ma'am,
2: when I driving told on lies rims. like that or some shit like
0: that, I believed, I believed. Believe it.
1: Yeah. You can't use that excuse today because somebody would say Amazon, they know that they come the next day, right? Right. <laughs> eBay, you never know with. Yeah. So, 11 years later. That's do you a wanna, good one. <laughs> you want to tell us how life has treated you, sobriety has treated you now, 11 years later?
3: Um. Well now, I mean, <laughs>
1: today's your sobriety date. How are you feeling today, at I feel 11 amazing.
3: Years? I feel amazing. You look um, amazing. That's right. That was good, right? Pipe Erin? down. Okay. He's across, <laughs> from me. He's across from me, so thank God. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> easy, Joe. Easy. This is funny. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I will tell you, um, I, I feel amazing today, and it's not one of those things that I, you get on a pink cloud because it's your sobriety date, but it does bring you to a place of reflection, right? You reflect over the years and I've had some really painful years in sobriety and, uh, and it's all due to not being willing to surrender and not even knowing that's, that's what it was from. It took, um, it took the gift of an emotional bottom to get me to the place of surrendering inside of, um, AA, you know, inside of working the program and the 12 steps. Um, and so, you know, it's been about three years since I've been willing to be pretty surrendered. And, uh, and today life, life is good because I know that it's, um, it's not about me anymore. Like it's, it's a really great place to, to get outside of yourself and not to feel like um, you're constantly needing to be fed emotional, I don't know, um, emotional support. I don't need to drain everybody else around me to feel better about who I am today. And, uh, you know, it it is through working the 12 steps and and, um, they're all tied together. They're all linked together. And I can't do one without the other. And I can't get healed without working each of them. And I didn't know that for the longest time. I picked and chose what was going to work for me, what I was willing to surrender to and um and it kept me in a really bad place for a long time and i was pretty angry and i i don't really get angry too often today and anytime i feel my sponsor and i were just talking anytime i feel off i am quick she knows uh, you know i call her on a regular basis but if i call her and i say i need you she is there she Mm -hmm. knows she knows I, i just don't i don't get off kilter much often because i know how to work through those feelings now I, I call it a fact check. Why am I feeling this way? What did it hurt? Is that real or is it not? And, and I look at the situation and I'm like, why am I feeling this way? Well, you know, say he hurts my feelings. Did he do it on purpose? No, he's never done anything like that on purpose. He's not intentional to hurt someone. So then I know it's something inside of me. What is it bringing up? How do I work through this? And, um, and I go through the facts of it, and I know that I go through, oh, well, God loves me. God is—I'm his child. He loves me. He wouldn't do that on purpose. So it's something inside of me that is bothering me that, that he brought up. So now I know I have something to work on inside of myself. I can't listen, wait listen, to get to that point.
2: Listen, <laughs> he, he's a guy, okay? We say stupid shit sometimes, right?
3: You know,
1: the only time you've really ever hurt (laughs) myself. Here's the thing. I've got experience in relationships of saying saying stupid shit, like on a serious note. I've put myself, one of the things that connects Samantha and I is our experience of pain and doing things the wrong way in sobriety until we both hit that emotional bottom before we got together. And that's how we related so much before we got together. So when you ask me that question, my honest response is, I've got such experience and being with somebody in sobriety, where I did things the wrong way. So what Samantha is talking about in my head is is what I talked about last night. This is step ten stuff. A lot of it, underreacting, not saying what you're thinking. You know, fix your face, <laughs> things like that. Right, right. And I mean it's just a blessing and it's an absolute blessing to it. That's one of the gifts.
2: Well, no, I mean, and you bring up something too. Cause you know, I, I had a conversation with my wife, not too terribly long ago about, you know, you said, uh, you know, like something that, you know, got me mad or angry. It's like the problems kind of, you know, within me, it's something there's something I need to look at. And, uh, I think my wife was telling me like, you know, well, sometime, well sometimes, sometimes it's not true. You know, sometimes like, you know, and I'm like, Oh no, don't get me wrong. Like, like people do you know, people people are people, okay? And they're going to do things. And sometimes, like, stuff that they do is really not acceptable, you know? I said, but regardless of the situation, like, my feelings are my feelings, you know? And um, that's my responsibility right. is to take care of myself so that I'm in a good place. That's right. You know? That's right. And even, you know, even if somebody does something that's, you know, you know, messed up to the point where it's, like, it's pretty justifiable, it's, like, it's still on me to, like, not sort of harbor that inside of me and let it like fester and really kind of get to me it's like that you know
1: you know and one thing that samantha and i both know today and we talk about this stuff right is that if i want to be forgiven i got to learn how to forgive as well yeah you know i'm not perfect she's not perfect nobody's perfect we're just trying to become the best version of ourselves that god wants us to be one day at a time right now i'm going to tell you all a story
0: oh god here we go. it's story Uh time with jeff (laughs) Uh
1: okay (laughs) So uh, one of the things um, that I love about Samantha is she's a busy bee like me, you know, and we get to talk about that. We get to support each other Mm -hmm. through that. I mean, uh, what a fantastic woman, mother of three, stepmom to my son, okay, dealing with an ex-husband who's not the best co-parent, full-time employee She's a sponsor. She's a sponsee who keeps in touch with her sponsor. She goes to her meetings. She does step work. She does service work. She's a full time student in college pursuing a nurse's career. And she has to deal with me.
3: Mm. Dude, That's and that was a the, lot. Point. That's the point. That's the point I was going right
0: to make. There. She said something, and it's like, so she's saying all this great stuff. And why I really look up to Samantha is like, she does it all. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day cuz I know for me, you know, I have a few things going on. I'm a little bit of a busybody and it's like sometimes I get overwhelmed. I don't stop and ask myself like, "Okay, fact check here." You know what I mean? And it's you know, it, it's a great person. She's a great person to look up to and cuz I am a busy bee and I'm sure as I get more sober, I'm just going to become busier. You know, and it's a simple things like, "Okay, pause." What's wrong with Aaron? Why is Aaron pissed off? Why is Aaron's feelings hurt? You know, different things like that. Because like Jeff said, just a full time, just, just doing AA and full time student and full time job, like, whoa, then what do you guys got like? A million kids. <laughs>
1: Ten-step right. axiom, man. <laughs> you know
0: what I mean? Like <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> they hey. they always come bebopping in, got you know, a trail
2: of kids running behind oh. them. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> So how's nursing school going?
3: Well, I'm not in the actual school itself yet. Okay. I am in all my prereqs, so okay. I'm doing I'm um, doing those. This is my last semester uh, before I take a little break, and that was – hard for me to do because I just want to go, 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 go. Oh, sure. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with the wedding, and um, I've been full-time student for over a year now, we figured it would be good to pause, and then in January, start into nursing school, and so... Cool.
2: Um, well, good for you. Wow. Yeah. What okay. made you decide to do that? She just... need,
1: I know what it was. She needs to be my meal ticket.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: you know what it is? Um, I spent years...
1: This is a great story. I'm 20, I'm
3: 20, I started the school thing at 21, and I have changed my major every couple years because whatever I was doing at work at the time, I had the interest, and I'm like, okay, I can do that. I can yeah. do this. So I was music, I was accounting, I was psychology, I was all, all kinds of majors. Now, I can't tell you how many—I cl- have so many credits, and I don't have a degree. I have more <laughs> credits than you— That's great. Yeah. No, it's not. (laughs) But you know what it was is that I didn't believe in myself enough to follow my dreams. Okay. And my dream, I would never even share with anybody because I was so ashamed for so long about having dreams. Right. I grew up not thinking I was worth anything. And so I I didn't think I was worth a dream. And um, I was embarrassed to even say I had them. I was embarrassed to say I wanted to be married or to be a mother. I was taught that I would be a bad mother. I was taught that I should not be in relationships because I was not nice to the men I dated. Um, So anyways, I... uh I was uh, I wanted to go back to school. I've been in a job where I just was like, I cannot do this crap for the rest of my life. I could not sit at a desk and type and and just sit here all day long. It has no purpose, no meaning. No, no. Mm, and yeah. so I finally I just started praying about it, praying about it, praying about it, and God just kept screaming at me in my head saying, "Just do it. Trust me." And I have um I have had a lot of those experiences over the past couple of years and that's been my growth is just learning to trust him. And now I'm at a place where I know based off of my experience, I can trust as long as I'm within my spiritual guide, that I can trust that I'm going to be okay. And, um, you know, I always, I always share, if he brought me to it, he'll bring me through it. And that has been my experience. I have all the support, all the tools that I, I just if I fail it 's either one i didn 't put my best foot forward or two i 'm not supposed to be doing this
1: and the steps but- you took to actually get yourself oh. prepared and into the upcoming nursing school, have been amazing. And that's that's God leading the way. Because you, didn't, uh, Samantha, may, she could share it with us. She didn't realize, she thought that she wasn't allowed to do nursing school due to her prior record. Mm-hmm. And then when God finally said, nursing school, nursing school, and she looked into it, it was the perfect timing. Because, you know, that was over with. Yeah. That's
2: awesome. Yeah, No, good for you. I know a couple people, like, you know, uh, real well that have gone you know relatively recently gone through nursing school and stuff like that and it's just like it's just something that they really wanted to do and they're really interested in it and they you know enjoy it and stuff like that and uh, they got through it and you know that's good for them personally i have no interest in being a nurse myself
0: you that's look to right in a cute little uniform no that's
2: a tough that's a <laughs> tough job that's oh, a, that, yeah. that's a tough job. Yeah. So I give you I give you a lot of I give you a lot of props,
1: man. Oh, you want to write books, right? Dave, Dave.
2: <laughs> you know, I <laughs> I like I like to do, I don't know. I don't know. I like to get into different stuff every like few years. Like I yeah. just kind of get bored with what I'm doing and uh, do something that's, else. That's just I, uh,
0: I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But
3: well, that's great though. I mean, we yeah. get the ability to to recognize our dreams today. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And then, and then we have the ability to carry them out
2: and pursue them. Yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. cuz yeah, I mean, I couldn't even tell you how many times like I've, you know, there's something I wanted to do mm-hmm. and I just I'm I would just get stuck. Yeah. I would just, you know, the the complete inability to deal with life in general, you know, I just not be able to not be able to do anything.
3: Wasted potential.
2: Really? Seriously? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's cool. That's awesome. Well, we're about out of time. We appreciate you coming on, Samantha. We'll we'll get you back on some other time, and you can, you know. After the wedding. You can talk about Jeff. Jeff. You know?
0: After the wedding, you guys are on They're on their way to get Jeff fitted for a suit today. That's right. How exciting you is know. that? That's
1: cool. Yeah, yeah I just want to end with this. Baby, you look real good with those headphones on and that Princess Leia bun from Return of the Jedi that Erin knows nothing about because she's never seen Star Wars.
0: Actually, you want to hear something funny real quick? Sure. So, I don't remember how old I was, but my brother is a huge Star Wars fan, and he dressed me up as Princess Leia oh. one year. there the you person. go. Oh, yeah, be a picture. i have to see. Cool. Because I know we had the costume to, like, Probably I was in high school. So my mom might even still have that costume hidden somewhere.
1: Now, like today with, you know, would you actually try to dress up as Han Solo today?
0: Who the fuck is that? Oh, God.
2: Unbelievable.
1: (laughs) Unbelievable.
0: Unbelievable. Maybe next time, Jeff.
2: Hey, listen, he's trying to lose weight for his, you know, competition or whatever it is. I am
1: losing weight. Make sure
2: tonight he gets like a real high calorie meal. Not happening.
1: She she supports me and I support her.
3: Yeah, yeah right. but I would think it's funny. <laughs> you would.
1: That's great. All right, cool. Slip him carbs. That's
2: it. That's right. All right, cool. Well, hey, we really appreciate you coming on. Thank Seriously, you. it was a lot of fun. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll catch you next time. All right, take care.